Hello, friends. Uncle Mark here with another episode of the IT Business Podcast, the podcast for IT professionals everywhere, where we try to help you run your business and support your customers better, smarter, and faster. And if you are watching this, well, you've had a fun few minutes before this. And if you are listening, this is not your average Wednesday show. This is a special Black Friday preview edition. And I am joined by my good buddy, channel champion, Jason Miller from Unbound Digital. And we're just going to basically talk tech gadgets and give you all a preview of what you can go find out either on Amazon or in the stores. And uh, hopefully you'll use the Amazon link from the IT Business Podcast and all of the purchases that you do from that uh, purchase when you click the link. No changes to you in terms of what you're charged, but 1%, 2% comes back as an affiliate commission to the podcast, and that helps support the show. So, Jace, how are you, man? Doing great, doing great. Can't complain for uh, you know Friday, I guess. I mean, it's really Wednesday, but everybody's Friday today, right? Yeah, it's, well, it's, it's some people's Fridays. I've got clients that are actually working Friday. And hopefully they won't need support because we are not. Yeah, exactly. Well, we're closed too, but we have, of course, on call if they need to call during holiday hours. Of course, that costs more money. Uh, Yeah, we'll do this now. I mean, I'll take emergency calls and stuff like that, but just to let people know that they just can't call the office and have me hop on and do stuff right away. But um, anyway, so we got a little rough start here. Uh, some technical difficulties. You were running just a tad bit late. I know that you. So let me ask: Did you cancel that new client appointment just to be here? That's what I did. I was like, you know, I got to be on Marv's show, <laughs> canceling this new client. You know, move them to the next week. Uh, do the important stuff first. Now they they actually uh, called and uh, need to move it. Do the holiday uh, restraints and stuff like that. They had some other obligations pop up, but yeah, no, we're so we're scheduled for next week. Gotcha. Definitely because you, Mark. That's what it is. We'll go with that. <laughs> it's because of me. Oh, my goodness gracious. Well, let me ask this. Now, obviously, there have been a lot of questions, people asking in the social media groups and in our vendor groups, you know, how many people are working Friday and then what's the policies throughout the holidays. And for some reason, it it strikes me as odd that, you know, we have to take our holiday cues from other companies. But yeah. – it's weird because I guess in the beginning I I worked. I mean, I did as much as I could. If my clients were open, I was open. And I have changed that philosophy now so that I need my breaks and holidays just as much as everybody else. Uh, what is your take beyond Friday? You said that you guys are off, but you do have some people that will respond. What's your, what's your holiday schedule throughout the rest of uh, Christmas, New Year's? Yeah, well, we're closing uh – of course, you know, Thursday, Friday this week, I haven't decided what day we're closing for, uh, um, you know, Christmas because one, you know, one of the days falls on a weekend. So probably be Friday, Monday, but I'm not hundred percent sure yet. We're trying to see what the majority of our customers are doing because that kind of determines what we do a little bit. Um, and then of course, New Year's, uh, first will be off. Um, so we'll do that. But as far as, you know, the philosophy of whatever, I mean, back when it was 23 years ago, when it was me, you know, alone and doing this business. I was, uh, you know, like you back in the day, I'd bend a little bit of customer call and I'd handle it. I'd always 
jump and they say jump and stuff like that. But then, uh, you know, I learned along the way that as I started hiring people that that's not fun. So I've got people to help me now, but I still don't want to be jumping when they say jump. So we have contracts that say we provide support during these times. So, I mean, you know, if it's anything outside of normal hours and the holidays we have listed in our agreements, then, you know, it's uh, double our normal rate if they want to call in emergencies. Of course, we'll give a give a little um, you know, leeway on something crazy or if we made a change that broke something or something like that. All right. Hardcore going to just throw you down. But, but yeah, I mean, we're, we're pretty uh, straightforward. We always have three people on call at all times. So it rings the first person, they don't answer. rings the second person, they don't answer. And I'm the third person on call. So uh, I tell them if it gets to me, then they're in trouble. So, you know, if you get to the boss man and I have to answer it, they're going to hear about it. But, uh, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't give them too hard a time, but uh, I do give them a hard time if I'm having to answer the phone. So. All right. Well, let's go ahead and move on with our Black Friday preview. This is a show I came up with a few years ago just to kind of ease the, I don't know, ease the, the move into the holidays because, because I do the shows on, Wednesday nights, that used to be a travel time for me where we'd actually drive to the parents' house in preparation of Thanksgiving. So I'm like, I can't do a show Wednesday night, but Wednesday mornings, why don't we do a Black Friday preview show? And that's what we've done. And a lot of times we just chat about either past purchases we've made, anything that's coming up on special, and I use it as a way to promote a way for people to support the show. I know I don't ask for a lot in terms of you know, joining Patreon or giving donations, and I don't, I don't have enough listeners or views on YouTube. I get to get those donations on the YouTube, but this is a way that I know a lot of people that listen to the show are already on Amazon purchasing stuff. Hey, why not use that as a way to support the show? It's no extra money out of the pocket. So, if you head to the website itbusinesspodcast.com, there's a shop Amazon link at the top, so you can always go there. Or I did put in the show notes and in the chat the link for Uncle Mar's Amazon page there. So if you just click on that link, that will take you there to save that as a shortcut. And then anytime you need to do your Amazon shopping, click on that and uh, you'll be good to go. Now, as we get to the actual Black Friday items themselves, Jason, I know that you and I, we did not go through a list. Uh, did you create a list of things that you either have gotten are looking to buy or want people to buy for you? Want people to buy for me. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I, I do have some items I could throw out. Uh, uh, really fun, useful, you know, tech guy. So, you know, some probably some more tech gadgets. So, of course, that's my body up here. So, you know, um, uh, yeah, I got a few things I can throw out. We're ready. So, I asked a question earlier to Don while you're pulling those up. If you guys do content filtering for your clients where you actually block shopping on Black Friday or Cyber Monday. I used to do that, and I wanted to check and see if anybody else still did. Do you do that? I do not. I've not had any customers uh, request that. Uh, we have, so I mean, we can, but we've never had any customers request that. Uh, and sometimes, usually, if you block shopping, you know, they use Amazon, they use some of these other shopping sites, so that makes them upset. Of course, you can you know, filter by person, whatever, but it's never been a thing. I mean, typical filtering we do is, you know, pornography, hate speech, stuff like that. Uh, uh, just general stuff, bad sides, malware sides, I mean, nothing nothing too crazy. I think we got a 
you know, set up like 10 categories we set up on the sonic wall or DNS filter.com is what we use too. So uh, we, we do those typical filterings for most of our clients. Yeah, but yeah, I'm not really in shopping stuff. So. All right. So let's uh, start pulling up a, a list of stuff here. What do you have lined up ready to go? Uh, one of the things uh, that's on Black Friday special, which I bought before Black Friday uh, earlier in the year, uh, but it's a great time to buy it, would be the Remarkable tablet. I don't know if uh, anybody else uses a Remarkable. Uh, they have a you know, Black Friday specials kicking right now on their website for it. You can also buy it on Amazon. Um, but they have different different things to go along with it. <clears throat> but I'm uh, you know my role as a in our company's changed from being a technician to doing a lot of walkthroughs, quotes, and stuff like that. Uh, and, you know, kind of engineering out, you know, wireless solutions and network cabling or cameras or, you know, where things are going to go. So I'm a really bad person when it comes to paper. <laughs> I even tell my employees, it's like they'll write something on a post note somebody called for you and trying to hand it to me. I say, no, I don't do paper. So uh, they've, they've learned that they don't hand me paper because I know I'll lose it uh, or it'll get buried on my desk with other papers and stuff like that. So going with my anti-paper theme. Uh, the Remarkable Tablet, uh, one of our customers actually had one. Got to check it out in person. I was like, oh, man, this thing's pretty awesome. So uh, I ended up buying one a little, you know, probably a year later after I checked it out. And uh, that Remarkable Tablet's pretty awesome. It's um, So I used to pick a, you know, take a big you know, portfolio, you know, pad of paper with me, sketching out you know, the dimensions of a place if I'm trying to do network cabling or something like that, or you know, taking notes at a client meeting you know, for managed services and what they have in servers, mobile blah, workstations, phones, whatever it is. Um, so, you know, taking all the daily notes, well, it come quote time, I'd sit down and I'm like, oh, what did I do with that? I pulled it out because I needed a piece of paper and it's on top and so I shoved it in the back and, you know, I'd end up, anyways, it's just not organized well. So I ended up getting this remarkable and it's the closest thing you can get to pen and paper. It feels a lot like pen and paper or not pen, pencil and paper. And uh, you can draw on it. You can do kind of like a Kindle style thing where you read books on it. Uh, it does not have the Kindle app, but uh, it's a very stripped down tablet. It does not have any fancy, like you're not watching YouTube on this thing. This, this thing has one purpose, and the reason they have this tablet is for that one purpose is writing, drawing, uh, stuff like that. You can even put PDF templates on it to fill out. Uh, you know, So if you have a template for your customer, your checklist, something like that, you can do that. Uh, but the cool part is, is once you do the drawings and all that stuff on there, and I'll send it over to our cabling guys to quote, just like literally download PDF, shoot it over to them, you know, so eliminates all the scanning I used to do, things like that. And then two, I have really nice, neat, concise notes. You'll actually convert handwriting to you know, text if you want to. Um, they, they sell a keyboard to go with it, but uh, everything I'm doing is with, you know, the actual, what they call marker. Uh, they have two different markers uh, that you draw on it with. The marker plus has the eraser. So I definitely had to have an eraser. So, uh, it's not exactly the cheapest tablet in the world, but it is an amazing tablet. I mean, it's there's no, it's not like using a iPad with an Apple Pencil by no means. It is way better than that as far as the one job it's made to do. So. That certainly looks like an interesting thing. You're, you're right. The price is uh, up there, but for what it can do, especially the feature where uh, it actually will take what you wrote and turn it into text. So it will take your scribble, and there it is, all nice and neat. So if you need to present somebody with notes, as long as it reads your chicken scratch, you're good to go. It does a good job because I, my writing is terrible. So. 
All right. Well, I want to acknowledge people that are watching live. Kate on the LinkedIn uh, has a question. How sturdy is the tablet? Like if you're in manufacturing or sites where it may take a dive. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, the tablet itself, uh, I, you know, I wouldn't want to drop it on a concrete floor or nothing like that. Uh, but, you know, they have all kinds of different cases. Um, they have their official case um, that that they call the portfolio or the or whatever. But they their, their cases, the marker actually like is magnetic, so it sticks to the side of the tablet. Well, that's all. That's cool. But... You know, I have a backpack up there on my laptop in, so if you slide slide that down your backpack, the marker's just going to fall off. Or if you throw it in your car seat, it's going to fall off. You know, it's a decent magnet. It holds it pretty good, but I didn't want to take that chance, so I bought a, a case off of Amazon. Um, their, their cases are about $120 uh, for the official case, but I ended up buying a case that's about 40 bucks, and it has kind of like a little groove on the side that you can It's still magnetic to the side of it, but the groove, uh, when the, the cover's closed, encapsulates the marker itself so it's not going to fall off or get knocked off just because it's held on with the magnet. So and it works really well. Um, in that case, uh, it's pretty durable. I mean, I've dropped it a time or two. Uh, I mean, you know, if you hit a concrete floor with anything in the case, even your cell phone, it's going to you know, potentially damage it. But uh, the tablet itself is fairly sturdy. It's not like, you know, you hold it in your hands. It's not fragile feeling, nothing like that. But, uh, you know, drop from, you know, on the carpet or something a little softer, it's fine. But I, I take this into places being built, uh, you know, uh, new, new construction, you know, for coding network cabling, stuff like that. And dust and dirt seems like it's fine. I just wipe it off. And there's always dust and dirt and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, it seems really good. All right. So that is a very cool thing. Now, it's probably not something that you're going to buy for your entire staff, but obviously no. outside salespeople, uh, yes. you mentioned, uh, let's see, Anybody going out to do surveys, you know, Wi-Fi yes. survey or take initial notes on a first contact, uh, definitely uh, something to look at. And the fact that you can, I uh, saw at the very end, if you've got this Wi-Fi enabled, you can send it by email back to yes. yourself or to somebody. Yeah, and they do have a little bit of a subscription with it. Like if you buy it from uh, Amazon or the website, they come with different varying lengths of subscription. But um, like mine come with a two-year subscription for free, including the price. And, and you get an app for your mobile phone, your Android iPhone, and they have an app for desktop PC. So you can actually, um, it has plugins for like Word, Excel, stuff like that. So if you have a Word doc, you can say, send to my Remarkable and see it, uh, PowerPoint presentations or PDFs. Uh, and then, um, you know, if you take notes on the tablet itself and it's been connected to Wi-Fi to sync, um, you can pull that up on your mobile phone on the app or on your desktop when you sit down at your computer with the app. Uh, so it makes it really, I mean, seamless to get your your notes and stuff to your desktop. You're not having to plug in or send the email or nothing like that. Right. It's just there. So. All right. So I want to, real quick, uh, make a quick left turn because the when I was going through the list of things that people have purchased – through the Amazon link for the show. Let me see if I can get this pulled up on the right screen here. Let's see. Is that the one? Come on. Yep. Is that going to do it? No, it's not. Let me 
reshare here to the right screen because what I want to show is something that I did not think would be something to consider. But if you are purchasing your Cat6 cable, there is a company called True Cable that is something to consider. Now, you would think, yeah, it's your typical Cat6 cable. But the one thing about this one, I'm actually going to scroll down on the screen, and I can't make this bigger, but <laughs> they actually have a section here where it says the quality you expect and deserve. They actually went through a battle with Fluke because at one time they put on their website that this was Fluke certified. And Fluke had a fit because <laughs> they don't certify cable. But the company went back and said, look, we when we install our cable, we actually will do a true certification test with your testers. And I think that they came to some sort of agreement where they can use Fluke and say that, you know, we test our cables and they're good, but they just can't say certified Fluke. Yeah. But I've got a show that I'm working on with Mike Panaki coming up in the new year. We're going to be talking about cable myths and how to make sure that you have proper cable. And this may come up because we talked, Mike and I talked a lot about this, uh, about the fact that a lot of times when we're out on site trying to troubleshoot networking issues, cable issues, most of the time we're looking for broke cable or something, but it's turned out that now this thing called crosstalk and the connectors that we're using for the RJ45s and then when you get into fiber, looking at dirty fiber cable, a lot of us overlook a lot of those things. So, but I just wanted to bring this out that I had somebody, I don't know who, I don't have records of who makes what purchases, but this came up as a purchase with a credit to the podcast. So I wanted to reference that and say thank you. And uh, if you guys are looking for good cable, this is a cable to consider, true cable. Yeah, and going on that cabling results thing, uh, I can get the PDF and send it over to you. But uh, our wiring guys, our local college here, East Tennessee State University, um, had like a, um, kind of a, a career day type thing. And they had a bunch of people there, including you know a bunch of uh, local uh, government officials and stuff like that. And anyways, one of the, one of the competitions they were having is you know, uh, network cabling. So their IT department wanted to have this uh, kind of field day with network cabling. So they bought, uh, I think it was 20 different brands of cable. And, of course, our cabling guys mainly use Belden. Uh, so they wanted to put it up against, uh, you know, because they're purchasing, you know, you know, thousands and thousands of boxes a year of cable for the university. And so they wanted to put it up against all these other brands to see where it was at. Anyways, um, our cabling guys, uh, you know, measured off the exact amount of footage, made sure the tester tested the exact amount of footage on each cable. And they ran, uh, they had a, you know, fluke uh, certification tool. And they also had a one called soft perfect uh, or, or soft expert. I, I can't remember what it's called, but soft expert, I think. Um, so pretty similar to the uh, fluke thing, but anyway, so they ran both certification tests and it's kind of amazing how the little variances were in the cable and different things. But 
but we do have a, a PDF that shows all the test results and stuff. Nice. But Delta yeah. did come out on top. So, uh, all right, send that over to me, and I'll throw a link up on the website that people can uh, look at that and view that. That'll be great. Yeah. yeah. And I just wanted to go back. You had put a link in the uh, chat, private chat, folks, for the t- case that you mentioned for the Remarkable. Yes, that's the case I purchased. I mean, you can purchase whatever case you want, but... That's the one that kind of has a little slot there where you can see where the what they call the marker, which is a stylus, uh, fits in that little slot. Uh, still uses the magnet to keep it in the slot, but when it's closed, it's, it won't fall out. And the little extra pin or marker tips or whatever. So. Now, I was going to ask you, I assume that there's an option to purchase an additional stylus. Yes. Uh, can you store that separately? Yes. Or Yeah, they're, they're not like... Bluetooth paired or none of that stuff. Or <clears throat> it just uh, recognizes the marker there. And I have seen people use off-brand ones uh, with it as well on some of the forums. Uh, so you can purchase other ones. That that marker plus right there is $120 for that stylus. So normal price. So uh, take advantage of Black Friday for sure. But it's uh, theirs is kind of like, I don't know, they tout it as very high-end. And it is. I mean, when you write with that, that stylus on that tablet, it is the closest thing you can get to a pencil and paper without pencil. So, uh, but uh, it's it's really good, really good way to keep uh, notes digital ti- digitized and, and keep yourself organized. That's a huge thing. Yep. So. Easy access pen. That's what we need. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What else is on your list here? Uh, kind of going along with the same theme uh, that they have a Black Friday special. You can't buy it on Amazon. I'm sorry. Uh, but uh, Company Cam is a really cool app that I use. Uh, we started using that about. A year and a half, two years ago, with our guys doing walkthroughs. Um, so just companycam.com. It's a app that you can download on your Android iPhone and take pictures. Uh, and as you're taking pictures of job sites and things like that, uh, you can actually edit them. So you know, I'll go do a walkthrough as you know, sales engineer, whatever uh, you want to call me. So I'll go walk, do the walkthrough, and I know how cabling's supposed to be run, do all that stuff. I've pulled a million cables in my day. So. Um, um, so I'll go through and do the walkthrough, take pictures, and you can draw on the screen with your finger. You'll do arrows, you'll do text, uh, you know, all kinds of different things, circle things, be able to uh, do notes on the screen. Now, do you have that on your on your app on your tablet or phone right now? Uh, phone, yes. Uh, it, it won't. You know, it's an Android or iPhone app, so it doesn't work. You know, that tablet doesn't really have apps per se, so uh, it's made for one purpose. But um, as far as the app, you know, company cam, it's a really good app to do pictures because. I mean, we're taking job site pictures or, you know, when we install new network racks or new servers, new whatever, you know, we've done up a whole new rack. Uh, you know, we want to have pictures of that for our help desk guys to be able to reference. Uh, so you can make a project inside the company cam app and then, you know, we'll call it customer XYZ. We'll take pictures of customer XYZ. It sorts of by date. So you can go in there and you can, you know, write on the pictures and do things like that for quotes. So we're able to... Uh, do the quote, uh, you know, and send them over to our cabling guys so they know exactly what's going on. So we have, you know, arrows pointing to where we want network jacks or where to place the AP, where to put the camera, which direction to point, just basically all the different you know, variations of what you're doing for, you know, getting a quote for cabling uh, or cameras or just a walkthrough for, you know, showing my technicians like, hey, put the network cabinet there or, you know, server goes in this corner or whatever it is, you know. So as you walk through and take the pictures, 
our techs seem to love that. So we'll come back and you can share a link uh, from the pictures and uh, from that customer. And we post, paste it in our ticket. So when our, customer, you know, our technician goes on site, you know, we kind of do two phases. Our cabling guys will go on site, run all the cables, uh, finish everything off. It's in the patch panels, rack, you know, all that good stuff. And then our network technicians will go out and rack up the switches and the servers and whatever. And uh, it's really convenient to have pictures of where everything goes. And our network technicians are going, hey, where's this go? Where's that go? It saves a lot of questions. Uh, saves a lot of questions for getting a quote for the wiring side of things. Saves a lot of questions for our help desk guys that are able to pull up those company cam pictures and go, oh, yeah, Mr. Customer, on the right-hand side is the power button on the battery backup, press and hold, you know, whatever. So it's a really convenient way uh, to do that for your technicians. So we have, you know, basically a user for each one of our uh, uh, field technicians that go out in the in the world, and we have one license for like our internal techs to be able to look at it and stuff like that. So um, really, really worth every penny, in my opinion, uh, to go along with on the job site notes. So usually I take my remarkable tablet, my company cam on my you know phone, do the walkthroughs, and of course they got some Black Friday specials kicking right now to give you discounts, and uh, it's pretty awesome. Um, that way you don't end up with photos all in your photo album on your you know in your iCloud or on your Android right. uh, photos. Uh, just, you know, my wife, we sync photos together, you know, over kids and stuff like that. And it's like kid, kid, ball game, network rack, switch, computer, you know, so it keeps all those photos out of your photo albums uh, and in the place they should be, you know, so right. and to the ability to draw on them, uh, you know, different lines and symbols and stuff like that. It makes it so easy uh, to sync to different things. Uh, I want to go back because. Justine, hello, welcome to the show. Had a question. I assume this was back when we were talking about the Remarkable, and she asked, "Have have you tried the Rocket Book?" And I went and pulled this up real quick while you were chatting there, and I have the Rocket Book uh, shown up here, and it looks. Oh, didn't want to play that music, <laughs> but it looks like they've got a similar. Where it's a write, scan, reuse. Yep. So instead of writing diff directly on the tablet itself and it's saving it, this you're actually writing with real ink on paper, right? Special paper, special ink, and then uh, it has an app for your phone, so you can take a picture and scan it in that way. So you're kind of doing the scanning with your phone app. Um, okay. It's reusable, so it's reusable paper basically. Um, so it's different in the sense that. On the remarkable, the remarkable is actually capturing it for you, as opposed to this, where you're writing it and then having to take a picture. Yeah, take a picture, then you erase it, then rewrite again. I mean, both have their own purposes. And I actually looked at the rocket book myself a long time ago, but I was just like, I'm, I'm basically doing that now. I'm writing on paper, and I have an app that I scan the paper with. You know, it's like I don't know if I want to get a rocket book or not, but it's, it, it does have some more advantages other than the way I was doing it. But my, my problem, not everybody's problem, but my problem is I would forget to scan it. <laughs> you know <what> I'm <laughs> so that's the problem is, uh, you know, you get so busy and it's like, oh, fuck, I forgot to scan that. And, and then you end up throwing the paper away or, or burying it somewhere. So, well, I'm, let I'm me ask, busy. let me ask this going back to the remarkable because that's a single screen. So if you wanted to take, a second page, what do you do yeah. with the first one? Do you have to save it? Do you have to send it? Uh, no, what do you, how do you do? Um, 
you just uh, swipe over and you got a new page. Swipe back, you're back to your original page. Swipe left so, or swipe right? <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Not the not the same swipe left, right? But yeah, <laughs> swipe left, swipe right. It, it's a uh, besides the 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 marker on the screen, you can actually do touch the screen with your fingers too. So it, it's definitely uh, not just a pen only type thing. It's a uh, so it's got a bunch of different buttons and stuff in there that you can you know, change settings. It's got a quick notes like you hit quick notes and you can take just quick notes. Uh, you got a notebook, so you can do notebook style thing where you can have all kinds of pages. You can have different, like it has probably two, three hundred built-in templates of, you know, different line styles, uh, you know, grids and dots and, you know, different layouts. And, you know, I found one that has kind of like a customer name at the top and has some grid lines and plus has some writing lines. So kind of a mix for walkthroughs and stuff like that. So, right. And then you can download your own if you go on. Etsy, uh, they have all kinds of people that do remarkable templates. Uh, you can make your own PDF template if you want to do that. Um, so they have project planning PDFs you can download, and it's pretty cool. So keep your projects organized. So, Justine, I, I'm i going to put this in the show notes and have a link to this because somebody might want to start with this before jumping up to the remarkable. However, what just sealed it for me as to not using it <laughs> – the fact that you have to wipe clear with water. So I assume that if you have the right microfiber cloth, it'll erase. But the fact that you have to manually erase it probably eh, doesn't work for me. But it might for yeah. some. Yeah, they're, they, I think they both have their purposes. They're both for very different um, use cases. And, and it's really how you like to work, you know. And just because I like a Remarkable doesn't mean somebody doesn't like the Rocket Book way better. I mean, right. Really, whatever you like. So, well, from a cost perspective, huge difference. Oh. Yeah, yeah, cost is definitely a factor. <laughs> huge difference in that. Um, but you know, it's it's also it organizes. But, yeah, life. like I said, you may want to start there. Yeah, and then move up. All right, I am going to do a quick switch to a product for the home. Now, I I briefly mentioned this last year when I was on with Pinto. And over the weekend, I was watching one of those shopping network shows and they had bows on for what seemed like the whole weekend. And I ended up purchasing this myself last year without doing much research. And as you know, Jason, when I I like a brand, I pretty much stick with the brand. So my net ally tools I love – uh, my um, Dyson stuff I love, Bose. I even use the Bose earbuds for this stuff. So I actually went and purchased this last year for our new TV that we purchased because we needed a new soundbar, of course, to go with it. <laughs> and so um, this thing, it doesn't look like much. And i sorry that we're not like the real, the real TV shows where we can, you know, have a display and, show them to you and everything, but it sits pretty much either underneath or right in front of the TV. It's not very big. It's, it, it is not the entire width of the TV. It's really only about 24 inches wide, but the sound that comes out of that is remarkable. It makes your programs, even the regular TVs that don't have high quality sound behind them, you know, 
you know, you like your, you know, I'm not going to say your PBS because that's usually got some good stuff there. But you know, those off-channel shows where the the audio you know is terrible, as opposed to your network shows, your movie stations, your movie channels, and all of that. This makes regular sound remarkable. So I just wanted to throw that out there because those shows were just simply they were all about the Bose TV speaker. It is on special right now, Black Friday deal for one ninety nine, saving of twenty nine percent. So if you're going to spend a speaker bar, I will say this: do not spend forty nine dollars on a TV speaker bar. I wouldn't, not even ninety nine dollars. Unless it's a Bose special or something like that. So uh, I've learned to get picky with the audio quality of of my TV bar. So the Bose TV speaker, this particular one, I don't know if this is the exact same one I got, but this is uh, – doesn't say. There's a couple of different versions of it, but this one has the HDMI arc connectivity, which means that it plugs in through a digital optical cable and it's just automatic. You don't have to do any switching of speakers, you know, to switch back from your regular speakers to this one. Your TV comes on, this comes on. TV goes off, this goes off. It's fantastic. Yes. Yeah, definitely HDMI arc on the sound bar. That's what you want. And Bose is amazing. I mean, I have uh, Bose speakers myself, Bose and uh, mine and my wife's cars. Uh, you know, wherever I buy a new car, I buy Look for the Bose speakers in the Chevys. So, uh, do you you put that? Do you put that as a feature check when you're in the in the app looking for the car? It's got to have Bose. I do, I do. It has to be, you know. I mean, or premium sound, whatever. But I mean, Chevy has a, you know, I bought a new Chevy truck, but the wife has a Chevy Suburban. So both of those have the Bose systems, and let me tell you, they rock. I mean, subwoofers and everything else, you know, um, very good sound. They got like you know twelve speakers in a truck. I mean, it sounds amazing. So. uh, so I, I couldn't do factory speakers. So at the age your kids are at, do you go thumping down the road to their music? Yeah, yeah. I mean, my my kids seem to keep changing genres. So uh, what? My, my son was on rap there for a while. So we listened to the you know Gangsters Paradise and the Slim Shady and <laughs> you know Eminem and all that stuff there for a while. And uh, yeah, so but, uh, so they've outgrown a, they've outgrown fancy like, huh? Yeah, yeah, he he likes that a little bit. Uh, you know, I'm more of a heavy metal, hard rock type of guy, uh, alternative. But um, you know, he's he's turned to country all of a sudden. I don't know why, but we've been look, listening to you know Luke Combs and Dirk Bentley and a little bit of everything else uh, here lately in the truck. You know, it's basically uh, whoever we, they take turns sitting in the front seat when we take them to school. So whoever sits in the front seat gets control of Spotify, so they get to listen to whatever they want to. So. Um, my one son's been uh, jamming to country here lately, which I'm, I'm not a big fan of country, but it's all right. So. No offense to anybody. Just don't like it. It's all right. So. Hey, no offense to I me. Know you, I know you love country, Marv. I mean, I like some of the songs. But, I love uh, all music. I just do country to annoy people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, that's me. I, I like about anything out there. Uh, you know, some things more than others, I guess you'd say, but... I guess the better way to say that is I don't you know, hate country or anything like that. It's just yeah. I'd rather listen to Metallica or Hard Rock or See Their Shine Down, something like that. But that's just me. So. Yeah. All right. So I, you know, we originally thought this was going to be a thirty-minute show. I don't know how many items you brought. Do you have anything else you want to throw up on the list before we start to end off the show? 
Uh, it doesn't matter either way. I mean, I only had one other thing, but we don't have to go over it. Oh, what, what, what is it if it's only one? It's only one, yeah. Uh, something we purchased recently. Uh, I threw it in the, in the thing there. But uh, we purchased our robot, Roomba. <gasps> Get uh, yeah. out. Uh, yeah, yeah. We have two dogs. And I told my wife when we per- when we got dogs, I said, I don't want a dog in my house. I don't want a dog to sleep in our room. And I don't want a dog that sheds. And I've got all three. So <laughs> so we have two dogs that shed, sleep in our room, and are in- inside dogs. You know, I had dogs when I was growing up. They're always outside dogs. I was like, I don't want to be here in the house. Uh, but the two dogs we have shed incredibly a lot. I don't know how they're not bald. I mean, they shed so much. So we, we bought this little iRobot on a Black Friday special because uh, they have a pretty good amount of money off of it. And uh, so it, uh, this one specifically, the, the i5, avoids uh, in case your pet has an accident in the house, which ours don't regularly, but every once in a while they do. And we had a shark robot before and loved it. The shark does not avoid a mess. We come home. I don't know if, you, if anybody ever had one of these little robot vacuum cleaners and the dog sleeps in the house and it runs over it. It is like an explosion throughout your house. I mean, it was so insane. It, it happened twice. I said, I'm turning it off. We're not using it no more. Because we had some area rugs, and the area rug, rug looked terrible, and we had to deep clean it. And then the robot, it's all up inside of it. It is a mess. So I was like, okay, I'm wanting our robot because the hair is a problem. You know, and I need to keep it, you know, every day, have it run around vacuum, keep the hair up and stuff like that. And uh, But I want one that avoids, you know, pet accidents and this one does and that's why we paid a little bit more money and got this one because it does have sensors and cameras and stuff to avoid that so now sees it, it goes around it <laughs> i thought you were going to go in this direction where if they make a mess you could actually call irobot to come to the exact spot that you're at to do a quick clean and then go away no no it doesn't do that it'll just go around it okay. you're the shark robot we had before, yeah, it would go over it. And let me tell you, it is those little uh, the wheels have like these little grooves in them, and then of course it's got the little brush thing that shoves it up. It is a mess. It is insanely bad. Wow. And I've done that twice, and I was like, nope, no more. And so uh, I'd rather just not run it than to deal with that. Uh, so so now we got one that avoids it. Uh, supposed to use technology to avoid it. We just literally got it, so I haven't had a test yet on that situation, but I can let you know for sure. But uh, but it, hoping it does a lot better job. But uh, these things are awesome, though. I mean, little robots that run around vacuum. I mean, we have all pretty much hardwood floors, uh, uh, you know, great hardwood floors all over our whole house, except we have some area rugs here and there. Uh, this one does a little bit of mopping and stuff, too, but we're, we didn't want it for the mop art because it's just, uh, you know, we're not looking to have it mop. We're just looking to keep the hair and stuff up. So, uh, Well, it shows here it's got the edge-sweeping brush, the dual multi-surface rubber brushes, the power-lifting suction, and the swap-and-mop. And the other thing is on this one that it is self-emptying. Yes, that's a huge thing, too. Uh, you can buy the robots without the little self-emptying thing. So, like, they'll go around your house. They'll map out your house. They've got cameras. So they make an efficient route after, you know, a few weeks of running around. And then... um Basically, they know to come back to the charging dock, back up, and then it kicks on and empties itself. So instead of emptying it every single day, you know, because you bought a robot to be, you know, less hands off on, on cleaning, which we still clean. Don't get me wrong. This just kind of helps the pet hair situation throughout between cleanings. Uh, but uh, we still mop and sweep and all that stuff, too. But this thing, it backs up here, empties itself. So, you know, you don't have to worry about emptying itself. It says 60 days worth, but, 
you know, when you you know, sweep up a dog in about a month, you know, you don't want to. I was going to say, I would, I would set that thing to every week, if not more. Well, we have it. We actually have it, um, you know, vacuum our house every day. So you just, you're not at home. Just set it two o'clock in the afternoon. Let it go. Now, is it scheduled or does it sense when there's no activity after a certain amount of time where it'll just go out and clean? Is it that? Is it that smart? Uh, we just usually schedule it. I don't think it has that built in. If it does, I, I haven't messed with that part. But we just schedule it for a certain time. To typically, um, you know, there's nobody in the house two o'clock in the afternoon, so that's what time we schedule it. So we just have it go Monday through Friday. We don't do it on weekends. Uh, so Monday through Friday at two o'clock, no one's here. Just um, runs around, cleans, come home. You don't have to worry about messes on the floor, a few crumbs under the table from the night before of eating dinner or something like that. It's all gone. You know so. All right. So, well, let me ask this one last question just to get an idea of what you guys do for Black Friday. When was the last time you stood in a long line for a Black Friday special? Uh, uh, definitely pre-COVID. I mean, you know, that's, that's probably been seven, eight years, something like that. You know, me and my wife would leave our kids at Mamaw's house and go Black Friday shopping to get the cool Christmas gifts. But ever since then, it seems like they put them online like – there's really not a Black Friday anymore. It's like a Black pre-Thanksgiving couple of weeks, you know? It's so if you noticed on some of the literature and stuff, Amazon technically started their Black Friday on November 17th. Yeah, exactly. Which is getting earlier and earlier. And, of course, Black Friday is no longer Black Friday. It's a Black Week or Black Weekend rolling into Cyber Monday. So uh, it's, it's – really Sign for a couple of weeks instead of a Cyber Monday, you know. So they just, I think they're just, um, you know, retail is one of those hard, hard things to be in nowadays. So I think a lot of times they just do it weeks before, weeks after, hoping to get those additional sales. So, you know, they call it Black Friday because that's when they went from the, being in the red to black. So I think they're trying to money grab to help on the retail side of the, keeping the, in the black instead of in the red. So uh, yeah, it has certainly been a joy for retail stores, brick and mortar. Since COVID, uh, wonder how the landscape will change. And but then again, Amazon still officially has not made money from their online store. They've made money in other ways, but not from selling online. So I wonder how much longer that will continue. And other companies are also doing their own apps where you can purchase directly from them, no membership fees. So shopping is definitely changed over the last few years well and a lot of it's online now you know walmart's competing with them um uh, even people like i know a guy that works at belk and he's on the team that you know at belk themselves they basically turned all the stores in the warehouses and i mean yeah you can go and shop and same thing at walmart they're turning all the stores in the warehouses and go and shop as a brick and mortar but all the apps are basically sending the, the you know uh, the, if they're closer it has some algorithm that figures out the shipping from each store and which is going to cost them less to ship it and which stores have the products in it and stuff like that. And they literally go on the rack, pick the clothes, pick the product, package it and ship it from every store. Yeah. So they're not actually having full fledged warehouses. Same thing with Walmart. You know, plus a lot of people are just picking up now. They're not going in the store. So I think it's COVID's changed how we order. I mean, I've gotten lazy too. Most of my stuff comes to the house. I don't go to the store much anymore. Well, so. definitely has done that. Not just with the store, but of course the way we eat out now is changed. Uh, we don't, you don't go out anymore. It has to be delivered. It's not just pizza anymore. Yeah. It's everything. So maybe 
I want to say 15 years ago, Publix, which is our grocery store brand down here, uh, similar to Kroger's or Food Lion or I don't know what else is you know across the country, but Publix started a delivery app from where you could just order your groceries and have them delivered. I think it was like a $5 charge, maybe nine during the heyday or something like that. And we kind of did it. And then we stopped doing it because, you know, Kim likes to go into the store and, and do stuff when she's out. Um, we still have, even though we have mail come to the office, we still have the original mailbox that I got when I first started the business when I was working out of the house. I always have had uh, an outside mailbox. It used to be mailboxes, et cetera, which is now a UPS store. So she still has to go there to grab some mail and there's a Publix right next to it. So she just rather than – waiting for the app. She just goes and it gets it. But those things are coming back to where restaurants, stores, grocery places, it's all, it's all delivery. Yes. Yeah. Well, you got Instacart nowadays, a shopping store pretty much. Yeah. Uh, our local chain of, uh, we have a Publix as well, just one, uh, but our local big uh, grocery stores, food city, they don't deliver themselves, but they do, uh, you know, a hiccup. So you can do the app online and, drive up and they load it in your car, you know, kind of like the Walmart plus type thing. But, uh, so that's a, that's a huge thing. You see people doing that all the time. So, yeah. All right. Well, Jason, thank you very much for dumping that client and hopping on the show with me. No problem. Anytime. <laughs> that's why, that's why you're the champion of the channel. Uh, yeah, my yeah. friend. And I should just, uh, as a programming note, let everybody know, I just got a text from another friend of ours asking about another Black Friday show on Black Friday. So once we're done here, I will reach back out to them and see about getting that done. It was a text during the show. So just to let you know the back the back workings of how things happen here, I got that text a few minutes ago, so I'm going to consider that. But otherwise, thank you for tuning in. If you watch live, if you are listening by audio afterwards, be sure to check the show notes. You can head over to the website. This will live on YouTube. So all of the items that we talked about, we'll share the links for them in the show notes so that you can use the link that will support the IT Business Podcast. Once again, uh, save that link that I put at the beginning of the show as your permanent link for whenever you make an Amazon purchase, uh, proceed will come back to the show. Jason? Hope you guys have a good uh, Thanksgiving. Now, let me ask this. You guys were not in the new house last holiday season, were you? Yes, we were. Oh, you were? This will be our third Christmas here. Oh, okay. All right. Because I was going to ask if you were now going to be the premier host for all your family gatherings. Uh, We do Thanksgiving at our house. And then uh, so we'll have 18, 20 people here. And then uh, we do Christmas at my wife's mom's house. Uh, so we kind of go back and forth and, you know, we have a split family. So all sides of the family come together uh, for, you know, Thanksgiving and Christmas and stuff like that. So, All right. Well, I wish you a happy Turkey Day. And we will catch back up with you a little bit later. We've got the holiday show that will be coming up. I'm sure you'll be asked to be a part of that as well. You've got to represent the channel, that uh, defending belt that you have. we got to oh, uh, do something with that. 
I haven't got the new belt yet. You haven't so, got the new uh, belt yet? I would have walked in with it on my shoulder. <laughs> Take some moment to get those uh, personal lines. I'll do a follow-up with that. So, folks, thank you all for tuning in and just spending a little time with us here. I know that this is one of those weird days where some clients work, some don't, some pretend to work, and we kind of have to sit around the office and see if anything happens. But I think this is about the time most of us will be heading out. So I wish you a safe and happy Turkey Day. We will be back with a podcast next week, perhaps a very special Black Friday, Friday live show. Uh, I'll let you know. Just check the, all your social medias to find out. And with that, I'm going to say thank you for watching. Good night. On behalf of the channel champion, Jason, holla.